You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 24 of the Heart and Soul Podcast. We're back. We're back again. We already recorded a little bit of the intro um, where we talked about our technical difficulties and then ran into some technical difficulties <laughs> while recording the intro. Naturally, so we're off to a really great start today. But yeah, so it's a pretty. It's a pretty Monday Tuesday. But I guess when you're listening to this, it'll be Wednesday. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, real, y'all. We hope y'all enjoyed the Manol podcast and the episode um, after that. Which one was that? <laughs> anti-diet culture oh anti-diet culture they did like that we got a lot of good messages about that one so thank you as always yeah it did feel like a a quicker episode last week but I think it's because we recorded it the week before and we're not used to doing that yeah that's why I like couldn't remember what it was yeah now we're back on the um release the day after type situation so this will be a little bit more relevant with the things that we're talking about. Yeah, but. and um, fun fact, while we record this, we are being filmed. <laughs> yeah. There is, if you don't know them yet, you need to go follow Honeyhead Films on Instagram and Facebook um, because they are a women-owned filmmaking business in Wilmington, and they are currently creating documentary on Soul Fitness and our podcast, so... Not only is our voice being recorded, but so are our beautiful faces. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. Um, There's a little so, yeah. light shining on us right now. Hopefully we don't sound any different because we're being also filmed. We're not yeah. used to also being filmed. So I mean, sp- like, since I'm already talking about them, can we go ahead and go into happies and crappies? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so um, my happy for the week was um, we shot a full day of footage for the documentary last Thursday and it was so fun but so hard (laughs) it was a long day yeah we were just talking about it we did 13 locations in 12 hours um and remember all those times that I told y'all I really wanted to be a reality tv star I think the crappy of my week is realizing that I'm not cut (laughs) out for it (laughs) changed your mind yeah so um it's a lot y'all that's hard work yeah, but it was it was so awesome and so cool seeing these like filmmakers in their element um, and them being willing to share the story of Soul Fitness and my story. So I'm really excited to see how that turns out. Um, and honestly, my crappy was um, yes, obviously realizing that I'm not ready for reality TV. But also, I bought these new shoes. This is such a first world problem. But I bought these new shoes that I was pretty into. These, like, cute little flats that you can, like, slide into wear wherever you want. And you can dress them up, dress them down. And my freaking dog ate them oh, on no. Sunday. Both of them ate both of them. So Well, I mean, you might as well have eaten both because what are you going to do? I know. What them? am I going to do with just one? But he <laughs> ate them and... Um, I'll also tell you another thing. Dogs don't feel shame. So if we need to practice or (laughs) learn, if we need to learn shameless living, just look at Bear Banco after he eats a shoe and pretends like you're still his best friend. (laughs) Well, he's got a different personality than my dog then because when we punish Wrigley, she like, she gives you that eye. Like she knows she did something wrong and she will just... Caro and the embarrassment and the shame and she'll go like hi it's really sad and then that we feel sad. really guilty and 
That is sad, but this little devil has no shame. He was, like, smiling at me and ready to play. What's up, Mom? Yeah. I feel like if Bear had a voice, that's what it would be. If Bear had a voice, he'd be just like the dog in Secret Life of Pets that looks just like him. The, Duke. Yeah, the big, the, the big fluffy ball. That's yeah. Bear. Um, speaking of Secret Life of Pets, that would be part of my um, happy this week. Did you see it? I went and saw it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday, Jordan and I had like a random night where we both were done with work, done with his schoolwork, and we're like, let's go on a date night. And he's like, yeah, you want to go see Secret Life of Pets? And I was like, heck yeah. So we went to I sushi. love that it was his idea. Oh, it's always his idea. He loves going to see all the like Pixar. Yeah, the animated and Disney. We went and saw Aladdin last. So I was like, did you realize we saw two kid movies in a row? Aladdin was so good. He was like, Aladdin's not a kid movie. I was like, okay. I agree with him. <laughs> it's adult. I loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, and then I guess other happy would be that both of our parents were here this weekend. We just had a really nice time with them. We got to go to the beach. It was just a really nice weekend. And I got to meet your mom. I know. Well, for like a second, but I'm glad that but you But it did. happened. The fates, the stars aligned. I know. She was so upset that she still hadn't met Catherine yet, and we happened to be walking to the beach as Catherine and Michael were coming back from their run. And so we ran into them sweaty and all. It was precious. She tried to give me a hug and I was like, don't lean in. I'm really sweaty. <laughs> she was like, it's okay. And then she started touching me. She She's goes, like, oh, oh, you <laughs> are. No. Yeah, that was cute. Um, and then obviously you guys have seen that we have a new look. So I'm excited about that. That was really cool. A ribbon. Um, which our guest today had a big part in that, and we'll get into that. Uh, I guess my crappy would be, I haven't had one of these periods in a really long time, but last week, particularly after a photo shoot, I was like looking through photos and just having a really bad body image time period. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to explain it, but I haven't had this happen in a really long time, and I think just with like the pressure of a wedding coming up and just... I have, I've been so busy with this, with shooting and weddings and booking weddings, my wedding, mm-hmm. teaching at the studio a lot. I just have like been so overloaded, not in a bad way, but just where I've not put my health first and like made a lot of time for my own workouts. And you just start to feel that. And whether I've gained weight or not, which I think I definitely have, but it's more just like that weighing down on me than like mm-hmm. actually the way that I look I think so there is something so powerful about engagement season yeah. and like the pressure that it puts on a woman to like look or mm-hmm. look a certain way um even if you do like like you said like I don't think you've gained weight but like if even if you fit into your dress still like it's there's still something yeah like really pressure yeah. pressureful pressuring about that season mm-hmm. I remember like I was over exercising big time like the month before my wedding and a friend had to call me out yeah. like hey you're doing it again yeah like you're doubling up and yeah um and I know like for some people it happens naturally like with stress and I just like tend to lose weight and I'm kind of the opposite of that where I like same. stress eat same um or I just like get lazy but then the minute I start working out again and like taking care of myself, I'm like, oh yeah, this, this is what is I need I love to get this. back to. Yeah. So, um, sweet little Catherine, um, I told her how I've been feeling and she just sent me the sweetest text. Um, when was that? Saturday? 
Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Um, saying that she was thinking about me and praying about my body image, and we decided to do a little like intentional month. I don't even like to call it a challenge. Just like a month of checking in with each other, committing to moving 30 minutes a day, committing to certain parameters with our nutrition, and day two, and I'm feeling really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I think that it helps when you have accountability. Yeah. And I know that in seasons where I felt, like, um, super attacked by my – or about my body image, whenever I feel alone, it's even harder. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I just think – like, if you have a friend, you listeners, like, have a friend that you can, like, be vulnerable and honest about what mm. you're struggling with body image-wise and be like, hey, can you, like, champion alongside me in this so that we can, like, get through this together? I just think it's – yeah, it changes the game. I mean, it's in a healthy way. It's not like, oh, let's do a cleanse so that I can lose 10 pounds real quick. It's like, no, let's just be more intentional. Yeah, about like, let's just text each other and ask each other, have we moved today? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think it's going to be really... We, we're trying not really to drink helpful. alcohol during the week unless it's bachelor night. Um, <laughs> that's usually not a problem for me, to be honest. It's more the sweets. Ugh. That's a problem for me. <laughs> I know. Typically a problem for me. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. yeah, thanks for opening up about that. Of course. All right, so we'll move right into our review of the week before we get into our um, interview today. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a long... Um, review but I feel like it needs to be read because it's It's one of my favorite reviews everything (laughs) so this one is titled where has this podcast been all my life and then it got caught up I'm gonna assume she said life though I think she said the Um, livelihood (laughs) it's five stars and I'm not gonna read the the username yet because it's referenced later and I feel like that'll make more sense Mm -hmm. Uh, uh. so she said I recently reconnected with God and as an, as an avid, that's a tongue twister, as an avid podcaster, I knew I wanted to find a workday commute podcast to keep me connected. I actually first discovered Work and Play with Nancy Ray. I recently started listening to that too. And I let the podcast algorithm recommend podcasts similar to her style. And after pouring through and sampling dozens of podcasts, I knew within the first moments of this podcast that this would be the one. These girls feel like my best friends, my big sisters, and at times my reflection in the mirror. These ladies are so relatable yet respectable, real yet motivating and inspiring. I love that they discuss real topics, bring in amazing guests, and they tie in the scripture and the word of God in each and every episode. I've been trying to force myself to savor each episode versus binging right through it, but it's impossible. It's just too good. At this point, I've shared the podcast link with anyone who will bat an eye at me because I truly feel like every single woman could benefit from listening to this podcast. Anyways, thanks for answering the call to inspire and motivate women. I love it because I'm also engaged and in HR, so I feel like I can truly relate to these girls on multiple levels. I've struggled with all the things I've talked about, eating disorders, feeling lost, and finding God. My favorite lesson was to see rest days as less days. I don't have the problem of overworking myself. I have the problem of underworking myself. That inspired me to just do less on days I'm not feeling it instead of calling it a total loss. So genius. Thanks for all you do, ladies. Also, try not to judge me for the Apple ID I came up with in middle school. Love, Haley B. And, and it's because it's Hey, Bay, Bay. <laughs> hey, Bay, Bay. <laughs> Love that. That was like the sweetest. I mean, okay. It's enough to take a moment out of your day to, re- to leave a review, but to leave a review that's that thoughtful and, like, 
written out. Yes. I was just blown away by that. When Chelsea sent it to me, I was like, I think the first thing I responded was like, sometimes I can't even text people back. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Like she she took the time to leave this amazing review. Like it was, yeah, that was incredible. Thank you so much. Hey, baby. We We love love you. you. And your, and your Apple ID. Yeah. Never, never lose it. it. Okay. Stay the same. (laughs) All right, so moving right into our interview, you can finally talk now, Arissa. Hi. Sorry. Hello. I know. I've been wanting to laugh with you guys. Dun, you could have laughed. Yeah. laughed. Yeah. We've had her here for the intro just to speed things along today, but Arissa is our sweet friend um, who we know, I think, really through the yoga studio, right? Mm-hmm. So another shout out yet again to yes. Axis Yoga Plus Studio, um, and we've since become awesome friends, and she's just one of the nicest, most driven and inspiring people that we know. And we're really excited to have her on the podcast today. So thanks so much for coming on. Hey, Arissa. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. I think Haley, everything that she said was exactly right. And I think it's because you guys are just so authentic. I think that's really how people relate. And you can tell that just through your demeanor and everything that you guys talk about. You're very transparent. And so I'm very inspired by the both of you and honored to be here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just going to be crying all day. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. All right. So why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are, what makes you, you, what you do. Who are you? Who are you, girls? Who's Arissa? (laughs) Who's Arissa Young? That is me. Um, Yeah. So I'm 23 years old. Little baby. Little baby. But uh, I'm originally from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I came here to go to school at UNCW. So I graduated last year with a Bachelor's of Science in Environmental Science. Um, And I now have started my own full-time photography business, which was scary, as Chelsea Mm -hmm. knows. Um, I started that in the wintertime, and that was probably one, like, the worst time to start it because you're <laughs> yeah, putting in so season. much money. Yeah, you're putting yeah. in so much money and you're not necessarily seeing those the fruits mm-hmm. of those of your labor. And so that was really tough. But just by, you know, word of mouth and getting out there, it's it's been starting to really pick up. So that's, awesome. that's what I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how how have you been able to tie your photography in with like what you did at school? Yeah, so I have always known that I loved the ocean and that I wanted to study. I originally studied marine biology and switched over my last year to environmental science. So although my degree says UES, I I think I have more of an emphasis on marine biology. Um, What it was for me was watching documentaries. Those were so powerful to me and to see how digital imagery could influence you know, your behavior, whether that's on the ocean or that's, you know, health and wellness or food. Um, So that's really what inspired me. So all throughout college, I was still taking photos, but not as much because I was so intense in my studies. But it was always more about, you know, how can I create imagery that will influence people to hopefully change or just to simply care a little bit more Mm -hmm. with social media being such a huge part of our lives right now, you know, when you have influencers and things like that, it's so much more vital that we use our platform for positive messages, just like what you guys are doing, right? Instead of filling up people's feeds with 
negative stuff. Yeah. 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 So it's like if we're going to make the use out of this tool, why not, you know, let it be for good? So. I love that. That's you do such a good job of it, too. It's Thanks. You have such a beautiful feet. I could just, like... Oh, my gosh. It's so perfectly day. curated. Oh, I'm thanks. like... Goals. <laughs> Were there any people like growing up? Like, what made you fall in love with the ocean? Because you say you said you're from Charlotte, yeah. So it's not like you're surrounded by water. No, not at all. So I grew up in like on the outskirts of the city, and my entire life, I knew I wanted to. I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian. I knew I wanted to help animals. Like I was like, you know what? I'll probably go to NC State, become a veterinarian. Same girl. Yeah. My hopes and dreams were destroyed when I didn't get in. Oh. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> not bitter about it or anything. But it's funny because I was actually, I was when I was 15, I was grounded because I actually ended up stealing my mom's car. This sounds crazy. <laughs> details. This sounds crazy. We need details. I... I had been driving. Well, you had your permits, your permit yeah. license at that yeah. age, right? Mm-hmm. You yep. still have your full blown license, and so I wanted to go hang out with my friends. And my mom is a uh, is a pilot, so she at that point she was working a few different jobs, and she was just always gone. And you know, for the most part, I was a really good kid, but definitely that was a little bit of my more rebellious stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and little yeah. in her mom's car. I love so it. and it's hilarious because the car I stole, I drive now. And, <laughs> drawn to it yeah well so it's this giant honda odyssey minivan soccer mom van and it's amazing my friend she was such a bad influence on me she convinced me to take it out and spent the whole day out everything was fine until you know i was like you know what i'm gonna fill up the gas tank so when when it gets home my mom's not even gonna know but i had never driven that car before and you can't really see the hood of the car so it's turning into the gas pump and oh, totally oh no. just rammed right into the side of it. And it was oh, one of those no. moments where you're just like laughing so hard. Because, and crying but at crying the same, same time because there was so much fear that just like instilled in my body. You're like, I am dead. I was, yeah, I was so terrified. But so I got home and we lived in an apartment complex at the time. And I called my mom and I was like, hey, mom, like I walked outside and I think someone hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I hit right. Yeah, I was you like, I think maybe someone that. like hit it with a bike. Uh, you know, I was just so scared. Oh my God. And um, she was like, this was the moment where I was like, oh gosh. She immediately was like, I'll know exactly what happened when I get home and like hung up the phone and I was like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> She's going to know. So <laughs> she got home and I ended up just telling her the truth and. So I was grounded, and, you know, now we laugh about it. But um, so I couldn't do anything for that entire summer. And, you know, she was always gone, and I was just, you know, running and reading. And one day I picked up the newspaper, and it had, like, scuba diving lessons in the paper. And I had never spent much time around the water because living in the city, you know, you're very landlocked. Um, So I asked my mom, like, hey, like, I know I'm grounded, but I'm just, I'm going crazy. Like, I need something. Like, it's just bad. And so somehow I convinced her into letting me take scuba diving lessons. And there I was. Yeah, in Charlotte. And my instructor, Andy Honeycutt, there I was in his backyard swimming pool with (laughs) Jimmy Buffett blaring. (laughs) And I was taking my first underwater breaths. And that, that was the moment where I was like, all right, this is what I... This is what I'm here for. 
So before you even like stepped foot into like an Ooh, ocean, ocean. Yeah, oh, yeah. you yeah. were like, I got to get yeah. there. Yeah. Just, you know, breathing underwater. That was so fascinating to me. And even though it was a chlorine pool, it was just yeah. this amazing sense of like almost nirvana. It's mm-hmm. just so quiet and peaceful. And then we ended up taking some trips to some freshwater springs in Florida. And even by that point, I still hadn't scuba dived in the ocean at all. But that was kind of the rabbit hole. Once I started diving, I stopped going out with friends all the time. I started watching documentaries. I started going to the library. Like I turned into a super nerd almost just because I was so fascinated by it. And so when it came around time to apply for colleges. You know, I couldn't go out of state. We just couldn't afford that. And UNCW was the only marine science program in the state. And I was like, well, that's where I want to go. So I put all my eggs in one basket, didn't apply anywhere else. Didn't even think about the fact of like, what if I don't get in? Right. Because I guess to me, it was like, if I don't get in, then I don't want to go anywhere else. It's Mm, just not worth it to me. So So you got in. So I got in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, so when did you, when did you start? 20. 2014. Okay, that makes me feel so... You? Yeah. I know. I'm the ancient one here. It's fine. That's the year I graduated. But anyway, so you got here and you started studying mm-hmm. marine, marine biology? Yes. Marine science. What is it called here? Marine marine science, marine okay. biology. Yeah. So when you... What are your feels? Like what types of feelings and emotions come over you when you are near the ocean? Like when you see the water? I just feel so relaxed. I just feel a sense of home. I Mm -hmm. think that's what I was lacking in Charlotte was, Mm -hmm. you know, I had my family, but there was no calling. You know, I I was doing photography, film photography, and that was my creative outlet. But there's just something so magical. And there's a great book, Blue Mind by Wallace J. Nichols. He actually talks about, you know, the physiological connect that we as humans have to water Mm-hmm. Um, and there are just so many healing properties and, you know, I'm a Pisces, so I just, same girl, just feel at home there. I yeah. love that. Is that a water sign? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's a Capricorn? Earth? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Where's Macy? Yeah, I was going to say Macy. I, know. Know. Um, I think I'm an Earth sign. <laughs> I think so. I want to say, but oh, I totally wow. can relate to that because I mean, I grew up on Long Island, so I grew up around the water, too. And then when we moved down to Raleigh, it was like, I loved the area, but I hated how we were a few hours from mm-hmm. the ocean. And and then when it came to applying for school, I wanted to go to vet school, too. Didn't get into NC State. Ended up going to ECU. But I always was like, why didn't I go to UNCW from the get-go? Because yeah. about halfway through, I was like, wait, I'm supposed to be by the water. Yeah. Like, what mm-hmm. am I doing? And it's just... And then again, moving back to Raleigh and moving back here, like the minute I'm back, I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I belong. I had the same feeling too, like before I moved here and I was living in Texas, I would come visit here all the time and just feel like so much peace by the Mm -hmm. water. Like I even have a wave tattooed on me now because I'm just like, once I moved here, I was like, this is where Mm -hmm. I belong. Yeah. I think it's that, I think it is the peace. I think it's the overwhelmingness of the ocean. Like it's this whole controlled universe Mm -hmm. that you just get to gaze at and don't necessarily it's like so mysterious Mm -hmm. because you don't necessarily know what's going Mm -hmm. on underneath Mm -hmm. I mean I'm sure you probably know more now that you studied it but like it's just mesmerizing it's mesmerizing absolutely it is 
Um, just as a side note, because I'm curious, have you gotten to go on any really cool dives since you've lived in the area? And if so, what, what was that like? Yeah, so here in Wilmington, I've done a few shipwrecks off the shore here. We have an amazing and abundant amount of artificial reefs and wrecks, and they're, you know, thriving with sharks and lots of fish. Oh, that gives me yeah. <laughs> Do you swim with sharks? Oh, yeah. I want to get a little bit closer. My next, you know, project is to hopefully get in the water with some and, and be really close and enough to get some really amazing photos, but... So do you take photos underwater? Mm-hmm. So right now I have a little setup and then I use my GoPro, but I'm hoping this year I'll be able to get a underwater housing for my, my main camera and start to really... Yeah. That's kind of like the next phase I want to go into is after graduating college, it was kind of like a what's next kind of big question mark. So I kind of lost a lot of the momentum and a lot of the passion that I was creating throughout university. So, you know, I'm hoping to get back more into using my photography, although I love working with brands and, and love that entire aspect. I'd like to use more of my imagery for for change. So mm-hmm. hopefully getting in the water more and taking more photos. Tell us a little bit about that, because I know that you're about to go do something really cool. Can you talk about that at all? I actually can't. Oh, you can't? Yeah. All right, never mind. Awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Um, We'll we'll touch base on that later. Tell us about you working with brands, because I think it's, like, every photographer has their niche. So would you say that's yours? Yeah, I think that would definitely be my niche. Is that how you say niche? Niche, niche. I know. I I think it doesn't go either way. Yeah. Niche. Niche. I feel like that sounds cooler. I say niche, I think. I think I've always said niche, but it didn't feel right. Whatever. Niche. What's your niche? To each their own. What's your niche? Uh, yeah, I would say brands. I think when I was first starting out, so essentially after I graduated, I went and taught in the Bahamas. Rough. I know, rough life. Man. And I didn't think that I was moving back, but I ended up meeting somebody who lives here. And I was like, well, you know what? I don't have any plans, so. Is this a special somebody? Yes, this is my boyfriend. Mm, we'll get Jeff. into that. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine loves us. I love love. <laughs> so I ended up moving back here, um, and I actually worked at Adapt for a few weeks. And I ended up started. I got offered a job working remotely for this company called Broadreach, which we can spin back to later. But so I ended up quitting Adapt and doing that because that was more like video editing and marketing, and. I just didn't want to work for anybody else. I know that kind of sounds crazy, but I knew I knew I didn't want to work, you know, in an office and maybe in a cubicle or a, a strict nine to five. So I was like, well, you know, what what skills do I have that I can use to just start making some money? So I just started taking photos and dab, dabbled into the wedding photography scene and quickly realized I like it, but it's not, not necessarily jam. my jam. Yeah. And I've always worked with brands, and and so I started just reaching out to some that I, you know, that I personally love, and so I, it just kind of started snowballing after that. Mm-hmm. I feel like you work with really meaningful brands. Like, yeah. Well, the one that sticks out to me most is um, the under. I don't know what you call it. Undergarments, underwear. Company. Oh, booty. Oh, yeah, yeah. booty. <laughs> I love awesome. that photo shoot that because you did. I yeah. think that the photo shoot, like. If you're so, this is a brand for 
underwear and bras. Mm-hmm. Do they? What they do are, males clothes as well. So they do boxers, underwear. Yeah. So all undergarments. Tops, for, tanks, yeah. yeah. So what I loved about the shoot that you did, well, you also did video too, but the the shoot was like portraying real women. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you see a lot of bra companies, it's like this mm-hmm. picturesque body of right. what a woman should quote unquote look like. But mm-hmm. it was like really cool to see like real bodies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the way that you shot them in such like natural settings, just like feeling confident in their skin. Yeah. It was awesome. Like yeah. it was powerful. Yeah. When I reached out to them and, and they wanted to work together, I, you know, I asked them like, Hey, like, is it cool if we get some diversity in there? And, and they were all for it. And Good. so, you know, Ashley obviously is a powerhouse and is so amazing. Her and both Emily and her were so amazing to work with. And we just had fun. Oh, um, fun. Yeah. So I just, I really just tried to be authentic and, and make sure that we are honoring all types of bodies and, and ethnicities and, just mm-hmm. every look, because it is so important, you know. I think that's so important, too. And I, that's something I really want to, like, tap into more, because I feel like it's so important to to portray that, especially as a brand, if that's something that you support. What would you, what would you recommend for, like, how to embody that without making it seem like too intentional does that make sense like when reaching out to or or just trying to incorporate like diversity within Mm. your brand Mm. that's a good question I don't know if I've like that's something I'm struggling with is like I want that but it's like if those aren't the clients that I'm getting like how do I expand my reach I think it's that authenticity factor that you talked about yeah I mean you're the obviously you're the professional but what both of you are really skilled at is being your true selves. Mm -hmm. And if you can like, I think if you can like really present yourself in a way that's authentic and real to these brands or to these potential clients, like Mm -hmm. there's something inviting about that. And they're like, well, I trust you because you're being completely you with me. So whatever, whatever vision you have for this shoot or like, let's do it. And it might be something where you just, find some people that you want to shoot more yeah. of and say, Hey, like, do, do you guys it. mind if I shoot you guys? Yeah. And then that way, you know, you actually have the portfolios that maybe those types of clients mm-hmm. know, like feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want anyone to look at my portfolio and be like, Oh, well she only shoots blondes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that happens a lot. Like I happen yeah. to get a lot of those brides and yeah. they're beautiful, but yeah. Anyway, I can go on a whole nother. Yeah. <laughs> Rabbit hole. She only shoots uh, blonde brides in this random fitness girl. I know. Catherine, right? Like all of her photos. So right now you are in the 200 hour yoga teacher training, right? I know that's had a really big impact on your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have to get like super deep into that necessarily, but I just think it's so cool how how you know exactly where you're supposed to be at like such a young age, like right out of college. I was so lost. We had an entire episode about how we felt after college. Mm -hmm. And it's just so cool to see you like going after it, doing so well and just like 
living your best life, going after your dreams, starting a business, working with really awesome brands, encouraging people to save the world. Like, it's so cool. So tell us about maybe how that training has affected you and then, like, maybe the struggles that you've endured to get you to where you are today, to know exactly who you are and, and what you want to do. Right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thoughtful. Um, this training has changed my life, and I'm not just saying that to say that meeting Macy and the whole entire Axis family, it just felt so right. I remember walking in the studio for the first time because I live over on Wrightsville Beach and I wanted something that was a little bit closer to my commute. And I just, I walked in the doors and I just felt like a sense of community and Mm -hmm. I felt accepted. Whereas a lot of other yoga studios I had been to in town, I almost felt like just not really welcome, maybe very clicky. And so I took Shelly's class and got my butt kicked. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> that one's killer. Yeah, that one's killer. Was that your first class? That was. Yeah, I was like, I just need like, a workout. Oh, cool. No, Shelly's yeah. amazing. Yeah, but. I walked in and I was like, I just need a workout. And she was like, well, it's not yoga. And I was like, it's fine. And I was like, Phew. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. But, yeah. Um, so I ended up meeting Macy. And then, you know, I, I've been practicing yoga a majority of my life, but just never had the financial means to invest in a training um and so this opportunity came about and it's it's just we rarely take this amount of time to reflect on ourselves and reflect on our entire life leading up to that moment and I think for me I tend to be a very like emotionally I don't want to say suppressed but I'm very reserved in that sense so I remember the first weekend we were just talking in, in the group and someone asked me a question and it wasn't anything really that heavy, but I just started crying mm-hmm. like, and I couldn't stop and I don't cry. I, I really don't. And I just, it just felt like a wave of emotion and it just had felt like everything that I had suppressed had suppressed was just being resurfaced. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I knew what I was in for after yeah. that. That was the very first one. That was the very first weekend. You're yeah. like, oh no. I was like, here, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. But I woke up the next morning, like almost feeling reawakened. It was an amazing feeling. Like the color had kind of come back into life. And I don't mean to say that in a, in a cheesy way, but I was definitely living in a space from the time I graduated college up until that moment that it wasn't really just living. It was just like I was on autopilot. Mm-hmm. And I had had that same exact kind of phase right up until college. So my senior year of high school, my, my entire family has kind of struggled with depression, just phases in and out. Um, but my senior year was really hard for me because it was that first heartbreak, that mm. first, you know, mm-hmm. young love heartbreak. And it was just such a toxic relationship. No one was nice to each other, and but it was just really tough on me and I had had a lot of like suicidal thoughts and, you know, I was losing so much weight and I was just such in such a bad place. And I remember, you know, thinking, oh, and, and that year our apartment complex had set on fire on accident. So we had to move out and it was just like one of those years where it was just rough. And, and growing up, my mom was a, a single mom and working multiple jobs to just simply support us. And so I remember 
my senior year is probably on the springtime. I think I had known that I was going to UNCW, but I wanted to do something that would get me like just so excited for school and, and kind of foster that that passion. And so I was at a coffee shop and I was Googling, you know, marine biology summer camps to see what popped up. And I found this one and it was a Caribbean marine conservation experience where you live on a sailboat for three weeks and you're diving and sailing and learning about marine science. And then you spend the last week on a, in, in the cloud forest on an island. And I was like, all right, sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> so I scrolled down and I saw the price tag. And my brother had just gone off to college. My mom, you know, obviously was not going to be able to help me out in any way. And I wasn't expecting her. But something told me, you know, if you want this badly enough, you can get it. And so I remember walking into her room and I was like, Mom, I found this amazing opportunity. Like, I know you can't help me out, but if I if I can figure it out, can I go? And she looked at me and she was like, Riss, you know, I just don't have an extra penny to help you out. And I'm like, I'm not asking you for anything. I'm just asking you, can I go if mm. I can make it happen? Mm, mm-hmm. And to this day, I don't think she regrets saying yes, but it was definitely that just like the fuel to that fire. And it just, she said yes. And that ignited everything in me. I started working way more. I started fundraising. You know, I was playing music at the time, so put some songs on iTunes. I applied for scholarships and ended up getting a scholarship. And next thing you know, I'm on a plane to the Caribbean. That's amazing. That's yeah. Awesome. And and that's why why I say that the ocean changed my life because during that experience I remember, you know, sitting on the the trampoline of of the sailboat and just feeling like all this time when I was putting so much love and energy into someone, I'm like, I need to be putting it into the ocean because it's it's saving me. You know, everything that I was upset about, although there, the scar is still there, I felt more like I had a purpose. And so that from that moment, I was like, this is my mission to, you know, inspire hope and love for our world's oceans because it literally saved my life you know so so yeah so that's where I'm at (laughs) I forget what the question was but um no that was perfect that was exactly what I was hoping you yeah so it 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 was like that experience I had and then it's quite interesting that I just had kind of a similar less you know of a of a scale of the experience but I feel like every so often I go through these just common phases of like depression or just kind of, you know, wondering what's what's next and then something mm-hmm. crazy happens. So we'll see. Yeah. So what would you tell a woman who's listening who maybe is like feeling stuck in that season of depression or feels like maybe they're entering into a season of depression? What would be a piece of like encouragement that you could bestow upon them based off your experience yeah I would you know I would say definitely don't run away from it I think we have those experiences and should embrace them but to know that they're temporary Mm -hmm. and to take it as it is and know that a you're not alone and b you know you will come out of it way stronger Mm -hmm. like there is a light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. um and I almost use it you know as as fuel for 
purpose, mm-hmm. you know, to come back stronger and, and to realize that, you know, I, I think it's just a natural part of life. I think we just go through these, you know, phases. If we were happy every second of every day of every month yeah. of, you know, of our entire life, we it wouldn't make life as special. And totally. Yeah. So I would, you know, say just go through it and know that you're not alone and, and you will come out on the other side. I love that you mentioned too that, you know, you've come to notice that every time you feel like you go through those lulls or those periods where you are just feeling more down, it always leads to something really awesome on the other side. And that's something I've experienced a lot lately is like, I'll have these random lulls where I just like question everything and start like getting down on myself. And then the minute you let go of that or like something else happens, you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, this was, this was leading up to this. Like there's, Usually when we feel challenged like that, it's because we're on the verge of something really, mm-hmm. really cool. Usually on the other side of fear, too, is mm-hmm. something, like, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's the fear that's holding us back, though. Yeah. 100%. All we see is, like, the scary things. Yeah. And we can't see, like, like you said, the light yeah. coming through, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. little crevices. Well, it's hard, especially when you are an entrepreneur and, like, you put it all out on the table mm-hmm. and things don't always go it's very That's unpredictable. Yeah. Life is unpredictable, yeah. and especially when you're an entrepreneur and as young as you are. Yeah, and just living in the fa- in the today's society, right? Like we're always being influenced on you know what everyone else is doing, and mm-hmm. it always seems so great, and like everyone's living their best life, and and hopefully people are, but that all almost creates an anxiety in yourself. It's like, am I doing the right thing? Like I need to be doing this, this, and this, instead of just, you know, taking a breath and accepting mm-hmm. that you are on the right path and that it's not always going to look pretty, but it's your yeah. path and it's the right one. So beautiful. I thought I turned this off. Girl, you so popular. Sorry. What the heck? It's yeah. our basic church group texting us <laughs> away. All right. So should we wrap up with our... Wait, I just want to hear a little bit about your love story. Uh, <laughs> tell me about your boyfriend. So it's hilarious because I was actually in... I was had just ended another relationship when I had graduated. And I think I met Jeff. I hope he. I hope my ex-boyfriend never listens to this podcast. But I think I met Jeff. He's probably Jeff. an avid listener. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> our number one subscriber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I met Jeff two weeks after my boyfriend and I broke up and it was something that I knew was coming. We both had known. It was just like, we're going in different directions. This is just the end of a chapter. And the irony of it all was I wanted the space to just have some time to myself Mm -hmm. and just, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. do my own thing. And lo and behold, Jeff just swings up with his man bun at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Does he still have a man bun? No, he cut it off. He looks good. But, um, did you love the man bun? I did like the man bun. I can totally see you with a man bun guy. He looks a lot more, like, more of a, I mean, he looked like a man both times, but he looks just a man man with a bun. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Just a man with a bun. But, um, yeah, so I met him and we actually had lived a block from each other and just had no clue for maybe a year or so, but we had had so many like intersecting friends for years. And that's so crazy to me. Like we had to have crossed paths at some point, but had just never noticed each other. Totally. And so 
he ended up thinking me out that I was studying to get some of my sailing certifications. And he was like, you know, I've done a lot of sailing, offshore passages. Like, why don't we grab a beer and I can give you some books. And I was actually about to leave for a trip last summer, like the week or two weeks afterwards. So I was like, well, you know what? I had no expectations. I was like, this guy is being really nice. And the sailing industry is so male dominated right now. Like, I need everything that I can get. Mm-hmm. out of you know knowledge so I met Andy has a man Andy has a man yeah. <laughs> yeah so we ended up going to Lighthouse and just hitting it off and we ended up biking through the marina at Seapath and you know before he knew it, it was 2 a.m and he was dropping me off at my house and then we ended up hanging out like every day after that and then my trip got canceled <gasps> Yeah, so... Like I'm, like, watching a movie right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we had both talked about, you know, wanting to go out to California, and it was kind of this just, like, fairy tale idea. And we ended up booking tickets, uh, plane tickets out to Oregon and rented a camper van and spent two weeks down from the Oregon coast to the California coast. And you had known each other two weeks. We had, like, maybe, I think this was, like, a month maybe later that's risky yeah, I know and so yeah. and I was like well you know what I have to lose and then that told me like if I can spend two weeks in the van with yeah. someone I barely know and not want to you know bite their head off what's up all our guests having all these like crazy travel well, stories adventures. Of, like, yeah, yeah, like, like Lauren on the sailboat yeah. Catherine in California well, Catherine did the whole living on a sailboat thing too everyone I mean, lives on sailboats like what the heck we need to be more adventurous I got you guys. I mean, Jordan did just buy us an inflatable kayak. (laughs) We get a heart adventure started. We get a heart and soul sailboat. (laughs) Put our new branding on it. I love that. We still, I still need to meet him. I can't believe I have. I know he needs to come in. He needs some hot mobility in his life. Yeah, (laughs) don't we all? Mm. So, I think you guys. I don't think he'll be home on Monday, but he might be leaving or pop in for ladies' night. Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll have to do something intentional soon. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So that's our, and we've been together ever since. I love that. That's precious. Yeah. Cutest little love story. <laughs> precious. Sounds like a Nicholas Sparks. The start of a Nicholas Sparks book. Hopefully Jewish. there's no, you know. Ironically enough, they're all written about cities in North Carolina. So. Typically Ooh. filmed in Wilmington if you watch any of the movies. Yeah. This is true. Okay. Yeah. Well, we end all of our podcast the same exact way. So, we ask our guests four questions, okay. um, which we're going to ask you <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right now. I gave her a little Okay, you preface. have the four questions. Yeah, I think so. Okay. What is some... Can I start? Yeah. <laughs> what is something that you are binging right now? So... Or just obsessed with? I know that I'm super late to the game. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, hello. Every I'm episode. so late to the game. And Season I don't know three why. comes out July 4th. I know. So I'm strategically not watching the last episode until <laughs> a day before. Let's binge it together. Yes. See, when it I comes didn't out. like the second season. Or wait, no. Is the third one coming out? The third, third season is coming out. Third. third. Okay. I think yeah, the, the second yeah. one I was like, nah. I don't not. think you can beat the first season in any show. Mm-hmm, I agree. Yeah. You know? It's the suspense of like getting reeled in. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I support that addiction. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's typically I don't watch a lot of TV shows in the summertime, but I promise myself, like, once the sun sets. Yeah. Getting into I it. Get into it. Like, that's at nine. <laughs> I know. Well, well, like, she lives at the beach, so yeah. I can understand, like, not wanting to yeah. just, like, I would just feel bad. Down. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. 
I'm excited to hang out at your house soon. All right. Second. Do you want to ask it? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) What is something that you love about yourself? About myself? I would say... You know, I I think I like love. I guess I would say love. My sense of spontaneity. I think that's where a lot of my opportunity has come from and and so I kind of live in a place where there's a lot of change a lot of room for that yeah so yeah you're you're open-minded yeah cool. and and pretty spontaneous to rent a yeah. camper or a van and drive yeah. down the coast yeah to, that is gutsy for sure yeah. basically a stranger but fine does it work out <laughs> so what are you most looking forward to in 2019. I feel like this is weird that we still ask this question six months later, but yeah. we still got six months to go. Exactly. The rest so. of the year. Yeah. yeah. I think what is manifesting right now, which I really wish I could tell you guys, but I hope that that works out because that I think will be a huge game yes. changer. Yeah. I think just through all the change, there's going to be a really big change within Summertime and fall. So. I feel like Chelsea already knows. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, we can we can chat. When yeah, we're recording. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I know that's like the worst thing. I've I want to know what's manifesting. <laughs> um, well, it's something. I'm cool sure it's that something she'll awesome. Be able to talk about it at some point. So just go follow her on Instagram, and you can keep up with her <laughs> her story. Totally. Okay. So our last question: um, If you could tell women anything, what would it be? Hmm. I feel like we touched on this earlier, but I would say just go for it. Whatever it is that you have been on the verge of or, you know, second guessing or wanting to kind of step into, I would just say, you know, just go for it. And although maybe we don't know each other, there are a lot of other, you know, powerful and amazing women that will support you in whatever it is that you do. Love it. I love that. That is such a theme, too. I I just love that. Everyone's like, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just go for it. We have such cool, cool people on this pod. And it's really cool because some of the emails and the messages we get are not only helping women to just like earn their or own their purpose, but it's really encouraging people to step out and Mm -hmm. like. Do the things like crazy things that they never thought were. And sometimes all you need is just that affirmation of somebody else supporting it. And knowing that someone else felt the exact same way that you did at one point Mm -hmm. and then conquered it Mm -hmm. and got through it. And it's not necessarily just like, oh, I've decided to do it and now this is going to happen. It does Mm -hmm. take effort and strategic steps and intention to get there. But I think that the biggest decision is just deciding to, to go for it. Yeah. And then after that, everything else will just kind of follow through. Mm-hmm. So, Chelsea mentioned your Instagram. Where can people find you? What's your Instagram handle and all, and your all website the things? And all that? Yeah, it's just at Arissa Yoon. So you'll have you to spell kind of, it. Oh, yeah. A R I S A 1 S Y O O N. Like moon, but with a Y. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Arissa with 1 S. Perfect. Yes. And then is your website arisayun.com? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, this is so, yeah, this so, is so in, like eye-opening. I feel like we were like 
friends mm-hmm. through our groups, yeah. but we've never really like gotten to like sit down and have intentional conversation. Yeah. yeah I learned a lot about you. I'm excited for our girls night. Arissa, Arissa has um, intentionally scheduled a ladies night on Monday. And yes. so we are going to get down with the girls we at the beach. Wait. We don't float. We're going to float eat. that water and eat and drink that wine. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's about your night. Don't worry. <laughs> um, do you have any announcements that you want to announce? I know you do. So, yes, I do. Um, you've probably seen it a lot on our Instagram, and um, we, there's also now a Facebook event as well, but we are going to be hosting a workshop on July 13th here in Wilmington. So wherever you are, you are welcome to join us from anywhere. If you need a place um, to crash, we have both yeah, we've have got two rooms. rooms. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me, but originally it was going to be um, a workshop solely built around wedding and portrait photographers. But when it came to a lot of the planning and kind of outlining the curriculum per se, we realized how much value was going to be in the whole day, you know, as a, as a full um, class, I guess, about entrepreneurship and accounting, marketing, social media management, how to start your business, how to find your ideal client. There's just so much of that that we were going to cover for photographers anyway that we figured why not open it up to everybody so that everyone can come and experience and learn from what we're going to offer. Um, So so that first half of the day is going to be open to anybody. It's going to be from 9 a.m. until 1.30 p.m. It will include lunch, and it's going to include all of that entrepreneurial goodness Um, I know for me, I'm sure you guys can relate, but when you're first starting out and starting a business, it's really exhausting to try to figure it out all on your own. And I I know Mm -hmm. I spent hours and hours Mm -hmm. researching and trying to figure things out that I just wish there was something like this that I could go to and have it all like step one, do this. This is how this works. This is how you do your taxes. Mm -hmm. This is how I was going to say, you don't think about the little details. You think, I'm going to take pictures and they're going to be pretty. Yeah. I'm going to You don't think like, oh, I have to like file my taxes and and send invoices and yeah, there's all these other stipulations. Establish my LLC. Yeah. Yeah. So whether you are an established business and you want to just fine tune and expand your network and whatever, you're welcome to come. If you're thinking about maybe wanting to step out into a new business, you're welcome. Literally everybody. Um, But it is going to be females only. So that registration is now open. It is on our Instagram bio. It is on my Instagram bio. Um, But if you have any questions about it, you could always message us or send us an email. And we hope that you join us. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. Catherine's doing it too. Just Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. And my room's, my, seriously, if you need a place to stay. I'd, I'll do a background check first, but like I have two rooms <laughs> in my home. Same, same. You just have to be okay with dogs because. We both have we them. We both have them. And they eat shoes, by the way. <laughs> um, we have a soul workout still going on throughout the summer every Tuesday and Thursday night. Um, at 7 p.m. at Matt Skelly Training, and Chelsea is still teaching pretty much every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, access yoga. Well, now I am. Usually it's only Monday through Wednesday, but um, the last couple of weeks I've been doing a lot of subbing, so you can still find me there. Yeah, go to accessyogastudio.com, and you can buy Chelsea's classes. Yeah. Thanks for the plug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Anything else? Are you good? Well, we, just, we already touched on the documentary. We so. just love you. 
You're the best. We love you. You're all the best. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.